Address the ball. Hello, ball. Okay. Um, That's a honeymooners reference. This has been just the tip. They were learning to golf. This is not in the podcast, <laughs> so don't worry. No one's talking about <laughs> old ass TV shows. Great old ass TV shows. Great old it's ass TV shows that are probably before your time. It's a classic. You know what else is a classic? Um, All in the Family. Yes. I was going to go with like Chavo Sr. He's Chavo Classic. I was going to segue back into wrestling, but you ruined it. Okay. Well, we had a great episode. As always, we talked about TakeOver. We talked about Raw. We talked about SmackDown. Was there something in between? Oh, yeah. WrestleMania. Can you make this less creepy? <laughs> You're such a creep. <laughs> Good God. Well, no, he's, no one says it better than Rich just now. That's been just a tip. This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. out there there like, are people out there but like they can hear us you know they can hear us I think we should do that we should just use our imaginations see I think you should mute your damn phone silence your cell phones mm-hmm. and shut your mouth well you see the problem there is this podcast won't really work because the basement mouth. bookers are here, and we are one week removed from an eventful WrestleMania weekend, right? It's always eventful. History-making. It always is history-making, but big, big, important history. Now, the reason I mention that is because there have been a, a, a few shocker, shocking Title changes, shocking title changes this past week, WrestleMania weekend, and one, one championship stands shoulders above all other championships. Yes, it does. It's a championship that is only special because it can only be held by one of two people. <laughs> There's a 50% chance the person speaking could be the champion on any given day. Because that's just how percentages work. That's right. This is not Steiner math, folks. This, this is real math. And a lot of people say that numbers are the secret to the universe. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not talking about a triple threat match granting the winner to take all. Right. I talk, I'm not even talking about the first female main event in the history of WrestleMania. Well, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about the basement championship. Of course. I'm talking about the sometimes you'll hear a whisper in your ear. And that is the basement championship being spoken of in hushed tones. <laughs> throughout throughout many many groups of people. Now the story right now, the story is, the story as legend is says, sometimes you have to trust your instincts. And if you don't trust your instincts, you can fail 
to retain your championship. Now I'm not making excuses. I I lost I lost fair and square. I think the story is a story of redemption of finally recapturing the championship from its tyrannical former owner. I think you're being a little aggressive here. I don't think I am. I am being very calm, in fact. Tyrannical? Tyrannical. That's irrational. The, that the, would imply that the, there was the title tyranny. The was irrational at times. You're saying that there was tyranny involved. <clears throat> Over the course of the championship's existence, one person did hold it a majority of the time, and this person did for a while refer to himself as the God King Champion of the World. Some things don't go away. That's a little tyrannical. That's a little tyrannical. Tyrannical is if I forced you to refer to me as such. I've and uh, I've Are you saying you, you didn't? I've allowed you to use my <laughs> earth dwelling name. Normally I would prefer to be called by my divine moniker. That would be preferable, but I don't shoot lasers at my eyes when you dare invoke my earthly name. All right? Mm-hmm. This isn't this isn't about me, okay? Stop making it about me. You're right. This I'll is make about, it about you winning me. a championship. This is about me. And you come here. I have reclaimed my throne. Don't you think it's better when other people put you over than you putting yourself over? <laughs> You're right. You may continue. I think I'm done since you cut it off <laughs> and I feel like you're full <laughs> of it. Of it, I am certain. Well, for those not lucky enough to be seated in this room right now, you, the championship is on the other side of the futon today. Very comfortable. I think it looks good there. It's, it's better lighting for it. The, the light hits it just so. It gleams. You know, I see what you're trying to do, but you are incorrect. The lighting in this room is terrible. <laughs> the lighting in this in this room is terrible. It's but, very bad. But this position for the championship belt is better than over there in the corner by that the, the, the door to nowhere, an ancient map. That is certainly no longer valid. Well, at least it's surrounded by artifacts. Mm. And it should be revered as such. An artifact of a contest of champions, as it were. Guessers at things. Wrestling. Which is what this podcast is about. Wrestling. And then instead of wrestling with... Instead of our egos wrestling with each other right here... Mm -hmm. Here, right here in the basement book of studio. Mm-hmm. Rich, why don't you share with us this, uh, re- uh, fake, fake news about real sports and entertainment that you painstakingly do many, many minutes of research to put together. Many, many minutes. First, I want to talk about uh, this asshole, Zachary Madsen. The asshole that attacked Bret Hart. First, alright, so he was uh, charged with trespassing and two counts of assault. I don't know if he, if he has since been released from jail, if he was if he's out on bail, I don't know that story. I do know that you're an asshole, and you give Brooklynites a bad name. 
if you want to be a dick, you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna fucking give advice to people that want to be dicks. Don't be a dick. That's that that that's my message. Don't be a dick. You know what I say? I say that I'm not even gonna say the guy's name. Mm-hmm. I think you've you've already capped the amount of time that this guy's name gets to be said. Mm-hmm. Really, because that's what they want. They want that notoriety, and I'm not gonna participate in giving that to them. Fair so, enough. It's a terrible thing, and hopefully, you know, I the the. I tweeted I tweeted about the Hall of Fame. It's like up until that point, the most offensive thing to me was the fact that there wasn't a dress code. If you can't dress respectfully, you shouldn't be at the Hall of Fame. Spoiler alert. Actually not. It's kind of the opposite of a spoiler, but you know you say that every year, right? That's that shows the reverence that I have for the Hall of Fame. If we were to go to the Hall of Fame, we would have been dressed appropriately. We would have been in our suits. I wouldn't have had my championship belt yet. You would have. Had, you could have brought it. You could have left it home. That would have been up to I you. I would have left it home, and I would have whatever my shirt was. It would have a collar. Yes, you should at least have a collared shirt on. Minimum, I would have done the suit. Minimum, mm-hmm. like I yeah, depending on the weather. Uh, props to Shane and Travis Brown for being the first two in the ring to defend Bret Hart. And Natty, obviously. And props to Dash Wilder for that. Yes, it was a cheap shot. But it nah, was a good cheap shot. you should pay in full. He dropped the dude. You gotta pay in full, you feel me? Mm-hmm. If... I apologize to anyone I offended by saying you feel me. If this was the 80s, that dude... If it was the 80s, it wouldn't have happened. Because he would have known better. Or 70s. I don't know. People were just throwing stuff. Yeah, but the guy wouldn't have made it out of the arena alive. Now it's like, oh, yeah, I might sue you. People, X-Pac on his podcast this week um, said that it's great that people are sharing the video and everything, but it's not so great for Dash Wilder because this guy now has evidence that he could use to say that he was, that he was also assaulted. Personally, I feel you're trespassing. You get what's what's coming to you. Yeah, but, you're breaking the rules. Right, but we know the court would at least hear his case if he decided to make one. I feel like you, you cross that velvet rope, and that was that was a, there were no barricades. There were just velvet ropes. I don't think the law should be involved. Honestly, on that side, no, no. He should he should still be prosecuted. I'm I'm sure he's banned from all WWE events. Most likely, and he deserves that. And unless you have anything to add, we're done talking about this dude. Not only do I have nothing to add, I have nothing to subtract. Mm. So wow, you're really getting into the math this week. I'm not going to multiply it or divide it. Mm. So we're going to just move on up. Moving on up. Uh, according to Dave Meltzer, Road Dog stepped down as one of the head writers of SmackDown earlier this week. Not long after, another WWE creative team member, Robert Evans, announced via Twitter that he quit WWE. I have some news on that. So, Robert Evans was the guy that was responsible for Bret Hart's speech. He wrote Bret Hart's speech, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince has this rule that I think Triple Don't H... say his name. Right. Triple H might have mentioned once or twice, a thousand times, in DX's induction. Um... By the way, it bugged me out that some people didn't have 
in didn't have people inducting them. Like DX just came out. Uh who else? Brett Natty just came out and talked. I guess they wanted to make it shorter. Probably. Because the inductee talks a lot. And yeah. it becomes more about them than the person they're inducting sometimes. Yeah. Um so that was different. I guess maybe they were trying it out. Whatever the case is. Try um it Huh? Try it out, man. Just try it out. See yeah. what sticks. Yep. So, um in the speech, Bret Hart uh said that the Hart Foundation said that Vince McMahon gave the Hart Foundation their first shot. So c- combine the stress of Bret Hart being attacked with Vince being upset that he was thanked. Whatever. Um, Vince was really upset about the entire situation, and he was going to fire this guy, uh, where'd it go, Robert Evans, but Evans decided, you know what, I'm going to quit instead. I'm going to quit before you fire me. I mean, does anyone else feel like as Vince McMahon gets older, he's becoming the Mr. McMahon character? You know, I'm guessing... Like, some might... I didn't mean to cut you off because I didn't want to lose this. I guess some might say his, um, this XFL venture he's on Mm -hmm. is like a Mr. McMahon thing to do. (laughs) You know what I mean? It could be. But you know what? I think, I feel like this, uh, don't thank Vince rule has been in place for a long time. Uh, because I don't remember any other inductees thanking Vince. Maybe. I think it might be one of those. Just rules. Yeah. It goes without saying that you should be thanking you me. You don't sneeze and you don't thank the man. Yeah. Imagine someone sneezed during the Hall of Fame. Everyone, you're fired. You're out of the Hall of Fame. Give me back that ring. I, I would think somebody would have done it by now. Unless it's just something you don't do. Right. It's just something you don't do. <sighs> um, it's amazing how there's certain things that you just don't even think about doing. Yep. Continuing with people leaving companies, Eli Drake was released from Impact last weekend for refusing to take part in an intergender match against Tessa Blanchard at whatever pay-per-view they had scheduled recently. Was she supposed to go over? I don't know. That sounds like it. Why else would you do that? Well, I've s- I don't know. See, I, see, this is all that has come out about this story so far. So, either more information will come out or it won't. But as of right now, he was he was fired for just not wanting to participate in the match. I mean, I guess the rule is you do business, but I just don't think Impact is that old school enough where they care that much. Got to be something. Maybe it was something they've been advertising for a while. Maybe he... I can't think of any better words, so please forgive the phrasing. Maybe he decided to pull out at the last minute. (laughs) Really, no pun intended there. No, I believe you. I think everybody else believes you, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. So I don't know the reasoning here. Well, probably won't be seeing him in NXT for a long time. Vince hates that shit. What, intergender matches? Well, not only... No, I, I think he's kind of changed on that, but um, when you're told to do business, you do business. doesn't matter. Yeah, but NXT is different from 
the main roster. We don't know. Because, no, either way, like, if you go to NXT, you want to be on the main roster anyway. Right. You still can't get past him on that. Yeah, if you want the ceiling to be NXT, fine. Yeah, but Triple H said, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's its own brand. Okay, so I mean, they stay there. They're guys that could, that could stay there, just be the face of NXT and just be there forever. Yeah, but when does that happen? We don't know yet. We'll find out. I don't think that's going to happen. Because so far... Roddy. Roddy's moving <laughs> up, bro. He's going to uh, make it. They got to kick him out first. Can they, <laughs> can they kick him out and they go up and him and his husband can just hang out? All right. There? If they kick him out and then they go up, mm-hmm. then you will be proven correct. And there's nothing anyone can say to change that. I'll be very happy. Not so much about being right, but that I don't have to see Roddy on a weekly basis. Man, I almost want him to get like a main event Roman Reigns push just to see what it does to you. You know, like a mad scientist kind of thing. I think we'd have another fucking Christian situation on our hands. Yeah. I don't like Roddy. All right. Moving on from Roddy. I really don't understand the two of you. There's nothing to him. (laughs) He does a a great backbreaker. Wow. Boy, what a what a what a backbreaker! Ugh. I don't care. He's no Johnny Wrestling, but who is? Besides Johnny, that's it. Just Johnny. Look, you need your Johnny Wrestlings in the world, and you're gonna need your boy. Do we need? It's Roddy? a necessary evil. How else will the best ones stand out if we don't have bland ones to compare them to? Think about that for a second. They still be great. Like we people still compare Rock and Austin. Like when when they were both huge, you know, you were either a Rock fan or an Austin fan, and you know, I feel like fans of Rock that didn't like Austin as much at least still acknowledge that Austin was great at what he did. It's just that they preferred Rock. I was an Austin guy. I still acknowledge how great Rock was, but I liked Austin's character better. I think. You what can... is Roddy's character? I think... uh, other than one of four. I think you can like one and also like the other. Liking one doesn't automatically mean you dislike the other. That's right. But Roddy is not in that conversation. But whose fault is that? Roddy. Is it though? Yes. Are they letting him? I feel like they're... Some people are like, okay, if you take Kyle O'Reilly, right? I don't Mm -hmm. get it. And Bobby Fish. Mm Mm-hmm. They look like characters. Yeah, they do. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> they 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 have their appearance. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, I couldn't tell you anything about them. O'Reilly does the terrible air guitar. Look, I get it, mm-hmm. but I couldn't tell you anything about like how they wrestle. I couldn't tell you about like if he talked, if he called me on the phone mm-hmm. and it said unknown caller, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know it was him. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I still don't know them. Like, I know Undisputed Era as a unit. Mm -hmm. I get Adam Cole's thing. You know, he's got that. Mm -hmm. You can't not tell me this kid is not Shawn Michaels' illegitimate son. Right. There's something going on here. There really is. There's something deep going on here. If over the years one of his eyes starts to wander, I think that'll be proof. Maybe. But I don't think that necessarily has to happen. I hope not. For his sake. (laughs) I hope not. I, I, I don't... I wouldn't, I don't, I don't, I, I tend not to want to wish maladies on people that I definitely wouldn't want. <laughs> Indeed. You know, 
the the universe tends to get poetic sometimes. I so I I feel like Roddy has had more time to talk, and Roddy, uh, Adam Cole has had more time to talk than the rest of the Undisputed Era. But I feel like the the other three they've all had a chance, and out of the three. While the other two were also bland, Roddy is just the worst. And also, he was just... They put him in because the other guy got hurt. Yeah, he was the replacement. Yeah. I wonder if that was the original plan in the first place or just worked out that way. We might not ever know. Right. But... Like... You know what messed up Roddy for me? That feud with Bobby Roode. Yeah. He lost that feud. Completely. Like, he could even defend his wife's honor. Right. It's like, wow, bro. Mm -hmm. You, you're, this character, you suck as a, your character kind of sucks. Cause like, he was the, the, the hero. Yeah, he was supposed to be the good guy. And it's like, you're not for us. You're not our hero. Not mine. He, he wasn't, he doesn't resonate. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have it. And on top of... You talk a lot about him, though. On top of not cutting a strong promo in the least... Doesn't give good promo. Got that lift. Indeed. Well, you know, we wish Roddy the best in his future endeavors. I hope not NXT anymore. Wherever wherever uh, he goes. Go go be elite. I want everybody to be successful. What was up with uh, Triple H calling all elite a uh, pissant company? I think it's uh, giving a nice little nod to Cody and them. I think that's good. That mm-hmm. means that they actually see them as potential competition. Because you should know more than anyone sitting in this room that they would ne- there was never ever anything like that said about WCW. what was known as TNA. Right. Mm-hmm. They said nothing about them. Mm-hmm. And I don't I didn't include WCW because like Yeah, there was that's there was a different era. Yeah. You know what I mean? <coughs> but like to put it in a speech, like a Hall of Fame speech like that, that's some K Fabe. They're doing business. You know, because they want them to succeed. I feel like you, you want you want good competition. And the rumor is that they're shopping it to uh, one of the Turner networks. I did see that TBS and TNT. I think. Yeah. So that is a huge thing because you need a TV deal. Like right now, you can all say, "Okay, great, they're the AEW. All right, whoop de doo. They got the pay per view mm-hmm. that come out. Yeah, they could do the pay per views. They could stream." But TV means TV. all right. This is a big. This is a big deal. They're thinking of taking the SmackDown spot. So good. So TV, right? Mm-hmm. More people <coughs> can find it on TV. Like people say, TV is dying or whatever. And also, it's a channel that a lot of people are gonna have. Even yeah. if you don't have cable, mm-hmm. they, that's one of those channels that gets included in those freaking bundle packs, like those alternative cable network things. Hmm. They're like these, you just pay by the channel things. Like voodoo and shit, right? Yeah, something like that. You know? So now, it's like, game is on with TV. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was more Triple H than any, I mean, obviously Triple H is the one that said it. But. It's not going to get through without Triple H being okay with it. But, 
What about Vince being okay with it? I don't think it matters. Because we would have heard something. I'm sure. Or maybe not. And even know. if he wasn't okay with it, what's he going to do? Fine him? I don't know. Just give him a stern talking you, to. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. It's out there. But you could throw the tube out. You could. Because you got toothpaste all over your hands, and that sucks. But but the tube now, is it's already... Uh, I've lost this analogy. I, was, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if there's anything else that can be said about this, too. Uh, it's been used up. We used up the tube. Jeez. Uh, well, he's not going to fire Triple H. Triple H is doing way too good a job with NXT. I didn't say fire him. Just give him a stern talking to him. Yeah. Have, have Steph close the fort for a little while. You know what I mean? Wow. You think uh, Vince controls that? I mean, I did ask earlier if it's possible that in his old age, he's becoming the Mr. McMahon character, and that is something the Mr. McMahon character would do. Maybe. Maybe. I'm telling you, man, it must have been those headbutts from Kevin Owens. Yo, if this is storyline, he's the greatest storyteller ever. Now, sometimes I, I reflect on what this one person and his vision has accomplished in just the time I've been alive. And it's amazing. Dude, that's just... Like, if you were to talk about this in 20 years, it'd be like when we was in school and we was learning about Alexander the Great Mm -hmm. and how he did all that shit. Yeah. Vince McMahon. Literally. You know? Conquered every territory he he walked through. He had a vision. He's playing with people's lives and he won. And in the 90s, they were talking about having wrestling having its own network. Yeah, man. Forward-thinking guy. Was there even internet in the 90s? I know there was internet in the 90s. But, it was, like, it was so infancy. Like, yeah, AOL, you had the, that noise that no one liked. Remember CompuServe and WCW? <laughs> CompuServe. Jeez. I think it was, like, a Prodigy chat room. Something like that. One of those weird... They internet. tried. Yeah. They did try. I liked WCW. I was a WWE guy, but I liked WCW also. I didn't get to watch a lot of WCW. <laughs> My brother did, but I didn't. Like, I didn't make much time for wrestling when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, moving along. Speaking of Triple H, after defeating Batista at WrestleMania, Batista has announced his official retirement from the business via Twitter. Good. Thanks for coming. <laughs> see, you, see you as Drax. He tripped. <laughs> like he four was, times. He was so excited that he <laughs> tripped, man. I gotta. I under. I understand that. You know. I understand being nervous. I understand that. Yeah. Like he's hyped up, dude. You tried doing his entrance with all that fucking pyro, mm-hmm. and that not happened to you. I'm sorry, yeah. especially when it's been that long. Mm-hmm. Look, man, you, you want to make fun of me for that? Whatever, I don't care. That entrance probably spikes your adrenaline up even higher. I'm sure. Especially, yeah, the pirate. Dude, why do you think Undertaker keeps doing this shit? Because he loves the feeling from the crowd, bro. I'm telling you. The way people get I, I, during I, I, an Undertaker I, entrance. I can tell by the look on his face every time. Every time. <laughs> That's why he keeps coming back. Watch that shit. I think he doesn't really care anymore. Nah, bro, he does. That's, first of all, you get paid. Listen, I feel like if he wanted to, he would he would have had a media match. Did you hear about what they want? What he wanted to do? No, they wanted to have 
after Corbin beat Kurt Angle, they were going to have Corbin beat up on Angle. And Biker Taker was going to come out and make the save on Angle. But they decided to go with what they went with last week, which was, you know, whatever. I'd be a little upset as someone who paid to go to WrestleMania and didn't get The Undertaker. But you gave it away on Raw. It's 2019. I get it. But the, the John Cena spot was better. I think that was great. Yeah, word life, dude. I was, I fell asleep during. Um, I, I mean, I took a cat nap during Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. It was a long day. It was a very <laughs> long. It was so long. Uh huh. So I I woke up after that with the word life. I'm like, what? <laughs> and it woke me right up. It I was, was like, like an adrenaline shot. I was like, I know this song. I know that Cena. But that's not Cena, but that's Cena. What a like, great what? way to hide his Bradshaw hair. Yeah, the hat. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> hand on my mouth, guys. That was great. Hand on the top of my head. I don't know. That was one of the best WrestleManias in a while. Mm-hmm. And it had like the shittiest TVs after. Like, the Raw After Mania is supposed to be really good, and this was not good. We'll talk about that. Yeah. We'll get to it. Uh, moving along, um, AJ Styles announced via his Mixer account. Do you know what Mixer is? Mixer is a streaming platform like Twitch mm-hmm. and YouTube where you can you play video games mm-hmm. and you, know, you interact with and people. And stream and interact. Stream, okay. Yeah. Cool. I didn't know... I never it's, heard of it. Uh, Corbin's on that too with uh, Tyler Breeze. They have a channel together. All right. What about Woods? Does he have that, or does he just do the? Uh, he's got up, up, down, down on YouTube. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, I don't think he's doing anything on Mixer. Mixer's good for people who are trying to. It's uh, it's a Microsoft platform. It's what Microsoft. Hmm. If you're having trouble getting a base on Twitch, you just jump on Mixer because you know less people know of it, so you're more likely to get known by more people that are. Watching using that platform instead, if you Great know what I mean. Buzz, less competition. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. less competition. Like cool. for Realm Royale, Realm Royale, there was like twenty people playing the game, streaming the game. Wow! So like you could get up in there and try to build a following. I think I might be up on that game. By the way, uh, so AJ Styles announced that he took a suplex wrong in his match against Randy Orton and injured his hip. X-rays show that he didn't break anything and he should be good to go soon. But for now, he is going to be resting. Do you see Randy address the fans that were pissed about his match? Nope. There was a lighting issue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's really sorry the fans of WWE screwed up mm-hmm. an otherwise great match. That's why he, when he came out on SmackDown and RKO Mustafa Ali, mm-hmm. when he's going up the ramp, he's like, did you see that one? Ah. Uh, That's why. Okay. That was pretty dope. I'm really hoping a Randy Orton, Kofi Kingston, WWE Championship feud is in the cards. You know, no one apologized to us when we were at uh, yeah. SummerSlam. Yeah, and no apologies. God damn it. Some bullshit. Yeah. Maybe it's because Randy Orton wasn't involved, you know? The man of the people. That viper. That natural heel that is known for shitting He just is. Purse. Look at him. He's a good-looking guy. You know, he's got great moves. If you're to build a superstar from, from the, the ground, ground up. up definitely <laughs> red yard. I wish if you build anything from the ground up, it, it, lo- it would look like me. Imagine that. That'd be great. 
And for you, if you build this up from the ground, it's rich. That's what you get. <laughs> there you go. If you build a basement champion from the ground up, it's his eye. I made, I crafted that for you. You just took it. I did. Thank All right. You. Thank you. Well played, sir. Thanks for the uh, tossing it up there. A layup. That's the technical term. Cool. Uh, continuing with injuries, F4W Online is saying that Ronda Rousey broke her hand at Mania. She's always had sensitive hands. Aw. Yeah. That's a shame. That's why she got into a whack crucifix pin. <sighs> that pin. Speaking of that pin, that the brings referee us... referee got fined. The referee got fined by Vince. Uh, Vince wants all pinfalls to be counted like a shoot. Exactly. Uh, Rod Zapata, the referee, felt that had he restarted the count, she might have fucked up. Like, as it was, I don't know if, um, Becky wasn't holding her with enough force, or if Ronda just screwed up, or what the case was. But, he felt in the moment that he should have ignored the shoulder be uh, coming up. Because Ronda, Ronda would have fucked up. I've actually seen matches where the finish happens, mm-hmm. but something's wrong with the pin, and the referee breaks it up, and they do the same spot over. Yeah, but that's obvious. It doesn't matter. You still do it. You got to do it the right way. Because otherwise, it's like, that's breaking a rule. Mm-hmm. And that upsets people, because it's like, don't, you say there's no instant replay, but you give us instant replay. Yeah, all the time. You know, what is that that is, if it's not instant replay? Mm-hmm. There's no instant replay. What was that that I just saw? So, that if I was him, I would have did that as a shoot. It's like, no, you got to do it again. Sorry. Put some more stink on it. And it looked like a fast count to me, almost. Maybe because My, my was... conspiracy mind was like, oh, no. Yeah, Ronda, right? Ronda screwed Ronda. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. do it that way. You know, I mean, it's it's an angle for them to work with if they want. And I feel like when I they, don't think they will because there was no mention of it. Maybe eventually, because you know R- Ronda wasn't on Raw. She's out with she Graves injured, mentioned so. it during the match because he didn't know. It doesn't matter though. He made it real, <coughs> but then they just swept it under. So I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it doing with them doing it that way. I think that's fine. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about it. Um, a couple more injuries. Nia Jax is going to undergo double knee surgery for a torn ACL. Yes. Doesn't say if it's two ACLs or if it's both two ACLs and one knee. I think the knee only has one. Oh, ACL in both knees. Okay, so. Yeah, she's going to have no legs for a while. I think health-wise, there's a lot of characters that could benefit from an off-season. Yeah. Like Nia Jax, Mm -hmm. that wouldn't have happened to her if she got time off. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, maybe you shouldn't work as much with your build. You know, it's harder on your your body to do what you do consistently. Maybe, Maybe they should give her the Brock treatment a little bit. Not even not that. like not not to such an extreme, but like maybe work two TVs and a pay per view. I mean that's like um, 
It should be a basic human right is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like if it takes a lot more for you to maintain your body than like a healthier person because mm-hmm. she's not the healthiest person. I don't care what she says to herself. You know, you should get less time on the road so you can handle your shit, mm-hmm. especially with, with the way your body is. That's all I'm saying. I, I feel like especially it doesn't have to be a Brock schedule. Especially being an athlete. Well, if you if you take a look at her size, her size makes her an attraction. Like Andre. We didn't see Andre all the time. Yeah, but you could do something like six months on, six months off. Yeah, but that's... You also gotta weigh the fact that that six months she's getting paid so much less. Figure it out. Figure it out. I'm I feel not, like I'm I, not a science doctor or whatever. I, I, I think I think. Consider- oh, is that like an economist? Economist is good with money. Yeah, that I'm not. Right. I I feel like whatever they do or don't do regarding changing uh, the superstars' schedules is wrong. There, oh, there's always going to be criticism regardless. Of, oh, we're going to have a three month off season. No, all right, so. You're doing uh, 39 new episodes of Raw every year instead of 52? Okay. So we're going to rotate this offseason. Oh, so I know who's going to lose this feud because he's got to take off the next three months. Well, this shouldn't be like... Obvious? Set. Like, because it could be... Six months could be anything. (laughs) Also... They could determine when it starts, when it ends. Also, you can't predict an injury. So, like, what if someone just comes back and gets hurt? It's like, well, well shit. I, I just think we're, we're, we're getting such an influx of superstars. We, sh- we we can probably do... You could probably do what you have rotations. Probably. I'm just... Like, you I, know, think about this. Mm-hmm. How often does Sanity get used on SmackDown? Not if nearly at all? often enough. You know? Or EC3. How, how much does he get to wrestle? And all we see is... Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, well, he, Roman Reigns, he uh, and the Usos. EC3 wrestled the dark match at SmackDown, and he came out with Drake Maverick. And Dixie Carter commented, because they were together for a bit. I know. That's a smart idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If he... They don't even give him a chance to talk, though, where they gave him a mouthpiece. Yeah, And their relationship in... Impact was funnier. Yes, very funny. Um, I don't know. I mean, I could speculate a lot. I think EC3. I mean, if your name is Rockstar Spud, anything you do is really gonna be not taken serious. Yeah, fucking bow tie with a clear strap, no shirt. What are you doing? Uh, he missed the uh, the stripper audition. I guess so. Ago. Um. But no, I mean, EC3 doesn't need a mouthpiece. He's good. So well, I, don't, I don't even know why. Show me something. That. We talked about this before. We have. I know. I mean, but they got to give him a chance. You know, on social media. They're, they're just having him pose as an actual superstar is walking by. Like, that's the perception. Like, this guy's just looking at himself in the mirror, but I'm looking at Seth Rollins you could have about left, to Charlie Caruso right now. You could have just left him in NXT doing stuff instead of doing nothing. Vince tried to rush the thing, and then it's like, all right, well, they're just going to appear. We're not going to have anything for them, but they're just going to appear so that people don't forget about them, and then Vince forgot about them. Yeah. 
If you're Alistair Black and Ricochet, all you're doing is tagging with each other. They've had singles matches. Mostly tag matches. Mostly tag matches. Anyway. That WrestleMania was very long. Of course it was. I feel I would I think I would have preferred two days of WrestleMania. No. Split <laughs> it up into days. I would have preferred like three to ten thirty instead of five to twelve thirty. It's a really long time. It's a real it was like it was getting to eleven, I'm like, there are fucking two matches left. I'm really glad we didn't go. <laughs> I'm so happy we didn't go. We dodged a bullet. Any anyone that asks, because like I, I've been asked by other wrestling fans, like, "Oh, did you go?" I'm like, "No." They're like, "Oh, it sucks." I'm like, "No, I didn't want. Like, I'm not going. Like, I, w- I went to WrestleMania 20, had a great time. I went to WrestleMania 29, paid more for worse seats, didn't have as good of a time. And this one, 35, is at the same spot it was at 29. Met life. I'm not doing an arena. I'm not doing Mania. I'm just not doing it. I'll go to TakeOver every year. Yeah. TakeOver is always awesome. Done with Mania. Let me sit home for the 11 and a half hours. Comfy clothes. Bathroom's right there. I got a pause button if I really need it. It's almost eating itself by making itself so fat. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Mania is so fat that it's eating itself. <laughs> it's this huge... Spe- I mean, you know what? People are always going to go. They are never going to not sell out. No, for sure. But I'm glad we caught it when it was at normal times. Mm-hmm. You know? We don't have to be like, boy, I wonder what this would have been like if we, <laughs> we lived it. We were at the last WrestleMania in the New York area, in a non-open stadium. I really wish they'd do it again, but they're not doing... Garden's too small. They're yeah. not going to do anything that holds less than 60,000. I get it, man. I just... I'm, I'm glad that that was... I'm I'm very happy we went to that. I was very happy with that show. We saw Eddie win the world title. Yeah. We saw Benoit win the world title. I, I don't know that name, but we saw somebody... Win the world title. Yes. We saw Triple H prevent Shawn Michaels from tapping. Grabbed his hand. Yeah, I remember. It's great. What was it? Uh... Oh, Eddie beat Kurt Angle. You that were was there it. with us at the Rumble, right? We went to yes, the Royal Rumble when John Cena came Cena back. Cena came back, yep. I was like, what? People that listen to this podcast all the time are like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We, we know. <laughs> like we we don't we don't uh really talk about the girl days too much because we talk about current. Speaking of current news, um, Big E suffered a torn meniscus. Meniscus. If the fucking tab will open, there he, we go. And it's not from the splits. It's from a cross body, apparently. Cross body, according to Big E. At WWE Big E on the Twitter, which is where he announced That's it. That's bad timing. Well, if he has to... I mean, obviously he's going to be out. Like, he's not going to be in matches. Maybe he could still be on TV with them. I don't know. Does that involve standing? 
They could probably give him a leg brace. You should have a pancake mobile. Maybe he'll take over from Mr. Bootyworth for a while. Mr. Bootyworth doesn't talk. Biggie needs to speak. He'll give him he'll give him vacation. And Biggie will speak. I guess Listen, I don't know. We're not paid to fucking think of ideas for them. We just keep doing it. They they got writers for this. Maybe. What a what a great job it must be to be a writer. I wish I was a writer. It's not that great. It is, man. It's it's better than cleaning up dog shit while people watch you. I hear you. Alrighty. Anyway, what's next? Last, at least for now. Um ding, ding, ding. According to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Sasha Banks tried to quit. Presumably, they're presuming here. Presumably, because she was told that they were dropping the titles. She thought that her and Bailey were going to have this big epic run to really solidify the the would-be lineage of these tag championships. Yeah. And instead feels like it's now a comedy belt because the Iconics have it. Okay. That's speculation on the part of Wrestling Observer Newsletter. But WWE has given her a couple weeks off so she can think about it because they feel that her decision was made hastily in her heightened emotional state. She unfollowed WWE on Twitter Hmm. and followed AEW. Wow. Well... Just so you know. Mm. But, oh, did you hear the rumor that because of that, they were going to have Alexa Bliss beat Bailey and Sasha in a handicap match? I did not hear that. That was the plan, allegedly. Mm. So, I agree with her. Like, I don't think it's a comedy belt because it's on the Iconics. I think if you give them a good run Mm -hmm. and have them squeak by... The tag, the best tag teams on NXT mm-hmm. and Raw for a little while, mm-hmm. and then you have a new face tag team that's just like <coughs> got everything you would want in a baby face tag team. Finally, like you know, go after the Iconics. They'll lose the first fight, mm-hmm. and then they'll win the be- they'll win the championship off the Iconics in the second. Yeah, who's to say that Sasha and Bailey wouldn't have had this an epic comeback? Yeah, but that depends on what they were going to do with that. But uh, I agree. You know, you could eventually put it on the iconic. Sure. Let them, let them, you didn't let Sasha and Bailey do what they said they were going to do by defending it against an NXT tag team. Right. You should have set the precedent and then maybe, you know. Yeah. To just, they could have wrestled the Sky Pirates on an NXT. Maybe something happened. Maybe you give the rub to that NXT tag team. Maybe they defended the titles at a house show that we don't know about. I think we would have known about it. Probably. That's but like major news. Is it? Yeah, that's major news. Hmm. If if the tag team championships are being defended, that's that's major news. Hmm. Especially if it's against an NXT tag team. Like, how do you get by without seeing anything about that? Impossible. True topic to discuss and we had touched on this before we hit the record button so daniel bryan told the cheap heat podcast 
that WWE doesn't want him talking about the environment on TV because they feel it's a political issue. His argument is that it's a scientific issue, not a political issue. It's a scientific issue that's become a political issue. Right. It is both because scientifically it is a thing. Uh, politically, lawmakers are the ones that need to decide how this shit's going to be handled because corporations really aren't going to do shit unless you make them. And it's up to the politicos to make them. So that's why that's what does make it a political issue. It's all the issues. It's a human issue because you know we kind of live here. We need we need this place to. If we be safe all for us. decided to stop using cars and airplanes and started using freaking windmills and solar panels, you still have. The rest of the world that's industrialized. Like, you can't, we can't impose our rules on them. We're barely going to make a dent in changing all of it. Well, just to put a little twist on what you said, uh, lots of products that are bought and sold here in the U.S. are made overseas. Um, one political thing, I don't know if they want to or if it's already in play, is that they want American companies to be more responsible for the environments of where their products are produced. So basically, every American company that has factories in Shenzhen, which is like every American company, they're like, all right, we got to clean up Shenzhen. You like you producing this product, this one product here, whatever it may be. I'm holding something imaginary here. This causes X amount of cubic yards of pollution in Shenzhen. You got to clean that up because you're making money on that product. You're paying them to make it. You got to clean that shit up. Now, I'm all for that, but you know, we're not an environmental podcast. No. I don't think we have enough information <coughs> or brain Certainly cells not. between the two of us. No. We gotta throw it in a pot, mix it up. We're still short some ingredients, <laughs> you know. And we don't even know which what ingredients they are. But we couldn't couldn't tell you. We we still think Danny Bryan's a face. I don't I don't see. He's not saying anything wrong. He's... Speaking of people not saying anything wrong, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn. Oh, he's almost there. He's your buddy now. He's almost there. He's almost leaving <laughs> behind his taxi driver gimmick. There's no more checkers mm-hmm. on his pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I not. Noticed. You know what? Because it's him, I'm not investing anything mm-hmm. in this. But I think I wouldn't be surprised if it became something. Wow. I wouldn't be surprised if it became something. But as of right now. He's not showing me enough, but but he's could, showing you something. This yeah, this could go somewhere. Like because I feel like when he's speaking, whatever it is that he's saying, mm-hmm. it has truth to it. Mm-hmm. Like he really feels this. Is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Like I believe him. It sounds yeah. honest. 
I hear that. So whatever it is, either I'm being tricked or whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. That, that's the that's the point. That's well, working. During during the time he was off, he was very uh, vocal about uh, a whole lot of political issues. Maybe he's had a little bit of practice. Maybe he's been, he's um, in his head implementing some of that into what he's actually saying. I mean, it's very different from like two things are very different, but maybe he's taking the uh the sound of sincerity where like in his head he's saying one thing but outwardly he's saying something else but he's using that sincerity he's pushing that sincerity through i feel like this is a really well educated person sammy yeah hmm. same for joe that's why his promos are good too joe is so I feel good. like they're very uh you don't judge a book by its cover kind of educated right thing yeah joe is so good may i say Oh, uh, yes, you may. That Mania match? That's how you book Samoa Joe. And like you said, raise con- uh, apparent confusion at the end, like not knowing what happened. That's how you sell that. Because that's what would happen in real life. In a real fight, if you got choked out, you're going to wake up. You're not going to know what happened. You're not going to be like, oh, shit, I lost because you were asleep for it. You didn't see it happen. You don't know what happened. See, what I would have if I was WWE and we're wasting money, mm-hmm. I would have a, cons- a uh, MMA consultant. Mm. You know, like, if you were trying to do certain things, it's like for selling. It's like, all right, how is this supposed to feel? Like, if it actually happens to me. Well, they have one, but as far as I know, he's just a striking coach right now. They have um, Seth Petroselli. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. okay, if I, no, do, you're right. if I, I do. do this move... Mm-hmm. Or how about this submission, you know? <laughs> but you know, enough for nothing, Joe has fighting experience. He like maybe he told Ray, "Listen, when you wake up, this is how you should act," because that's what would happen in real life. Maybe Ray Mysterio has experience, or maybe Ray has experience. You know, waking up not knowing where he is. Exactly. We're lucky he has both his livers, or whatever. Well, you only have one liver. You only have, you kidneys. Only have one liver. Sorry. Yeah. At least I figured it out after that. Maybe, maybe that's what happened to his knees. Took his knees. <laughs> the worst knees ever. For, for for twenty years, he's had the worst knees. He's, is he wrestling? No, he's not wrestling forty years now. He's he's forty. Is he forty? He's in his forties. I couldn't tell you something man. about forty. I remember hearing something about Ray and the number forty. Maybe he drank a forty. I don't know what's happening. That's what I like about this podcast because it's like an actual conversation from back in the day before you could look things up. <laughs> we just don't do it. We just fucking bullshit. I, I don't. I don't want to hook up the keyboard and it makes noise. No, I like that. That yeah. we don't fucking fact check. It's just a throwback to the old days. <coughs> you can't. Google is rich full of shit. Please. Yeah. <laughs> um. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we uh, run down the list of all the millions and millions of WrestleMania matches? Uh, Not just that I was underwhelmed by the Raw and SmackDown following WrestleMania. Um, The Lacey Evans-Becky Lynch feud. I just want some inside baseball for the basement book of Like, if you followed along... With uh, my SmackDown storyline, she, Lacey Evans and Becky Lynch are friends. Mm. And they have been in, in my little faction. 
she she's not a part of Superior, but she hangs around Becky Lynch. Yeah. At one point, she was gonna turn on Becky Lynch, because like by this point, she'd beaten everybody. Mm-hmm. So they were supposed to lock up, and that was gonna be the feud. I was building to that, and when I saw that they that looks like that's the feud they go the next feud for the man, I was like, <laughs> this is like the universe going. Maybe it's time for you to like look at yourself on the outside, my man, because you might be holding yourself back from some cool shit. Mm. Like you're not trying, you're not really trying right now. Like you got ideas. Look what just happened, and it's not the first time either. I know. I just I mentioned that you get all defensive, and I'm like, I'm just because I because I do feel shitty. That I don't have the time to dedicate to writing an episode. See, the thing is, I don't think about that because I've forgiven you. Mm-hmm. I was just letting I you know. know. I haven't forgiven myself yet because I know the creativity in that mind of yours. Yeah, but... And it does deserve to get out there. I don't have the time to hold up my end of it. Remember we had that conversation about how hard it is for you to write because you have to use... The same words describing something. Yeah. And you're looking for different ways to do the thing. Yeah. I get it. If, if I had to do that for a living, I don't know how well my, my brain would work for writing anything else. In addition to being more creative, I feel like more imaginative than me. Um, I feel like you also have the advantage of you can just have like three lines of notes and come up with an entire, and just build an entire episode, literally, no pun intended, on the spot around those lines. It just has to be incoherent. If it's incoherent, mm-hmm. it goes over like gangbusters. Like, you can't even tell the difference. I can't. I can't sell incoherence. Yeah. I, I, I do. It, I, I'm incoherent, <laughs> and people think it's supposed to make sense. I try to make it like, if you don't get it, you fucked up. I didn't fuck up. You, you, make, <laughs> you, you make it entertaining. Yeah. You make it a lot of damn fun. And I, you know... I I was just always trying to. I just understood. I understood. My point was, I just wanted to. I know. Let you know about it. It wasn't to. I wanted to address this on the podcast so everybody knew. Yeah. That that that, there's there's a respect here. It's not just shitting on each other all day. No, it's not. Like I I I really do. I really did thoroughly enjoy every single episode of Jerry Smackdown. It's good to come from a positive place. I feel, (laughs) especially with when you're talking about wrestling. Yeah. I think I think a lot of positive happened at Mania. I would have liked it better if it was the Hardy Boys versus the Usos at WrestleMania instead of what we got. Yeah. I didn't think that multiple team match was necessary, but that's just the WWE trying to get everybody on TV. Yeah. And and I get that, but like why no Kevin Owens? Why not even just Wait, was he in He wasn't in the Battle Royal, right? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. He, he might have been. I don't want to say he was. Harper was in the Battle Royal. Yes, I know he that. was. I noticed. That was his big TV return, or his TV return in general. Yeah, he was back. He wrestled at Access previously against uh, something Dijak or whatever. Dominic Dijakovic. D- yeah, okay. Formerly known as Donovan Dijak in, I think, Ring of Honor. Big dude. Yeah, but he wrestled him. Yeah. So what do you think about this Sasha Banks stuff? <laughs> Um, I, I hope that, 
Um, she'll decide to stay. I hope she real she realizes that there is a big picture, just because. Um, things weren't written the way she wanted in that one moment doesn't mean that the company is shitting on these belts that they just created. It also doesn't mean that they're shitting on Sasha Banks and Bailey. It's just that this is the direction they're going. You're going to get more opportunities. Just wait and it'll happen. Right now, all that's happened is she's ensured that she's not going to be on TV for a while and probably neither is Bailey. And if they are, if she, if Bailey is on TV, Sasha's not. So what's happening with the tag team? I really think, honestly, Sasha only hurt herself and Bailey with this. And maybe she should have waited. Just play the waiting game. This company pays you to be on TV. They pay you when you're not on TV. Not as much, obviously. Also, they took young Mercedes KV from nowhere, put her in NXT, and made her, I think, the first uh, women's uh, takeover main event. First Iron Woman match. Put her in all these firsts on WWE pay-per-views. First women's tag champion. It almost seems like... Well, they made you drop the belts. And now you're throwing temper tantrum. I, I, I'm thankful, for, on Sasha's behalf, I'm thankful that they didn't say, alright, well, if you want to leave, then there's the door. I'm thankful that they're giving her time to cool off, think about it, and gain some perspective. I mean, I'm sure All Elite is going to be great, and it's going to be a wonderful thing to be a part of. But WWE... Gave you everything you have. They gave you all that time at the Performance Center. She studied under Dusty. WWE gave her that. Don't ruin your career over the storyline scripted outcome of one match. That's my take. My take is at the end of the day, you gotta live, you gotta live your life the way that it, you can make the most of it. And you have to do what makes you happy. As one who is known to make rash decisions at like a high emotional state. Mm-hmm. It happens. Sometimes you have to like. You got to step outside. And you got to look at yourself in the situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like. What's the best way. To handle this. Things happen too fast. Where you can. Slow it down and be like. Hang on a second. Especially if you're like an emotional person. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you from experience, it's like, it's like you're, you get put in a situation, it's, you're sitting in the roller coaster car, mm-hmm. and then it slowly starts 
to move on the track. And you hear the... And, yep. And it's getting louder. And you get into the edge. Mm-hmm. And then it just drops. Mm-hmm. The ground drops from beneath you. And before you know it, you're weeping in the bathroom. And you don't know how you got there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like... It's almost like blacking out from being like drunk. Yep. And it's like really scary. You gotta put the pieces back together. You fucking maybe you're having trouble breathing. You know? Mm-hmm. That's why you gotta cool it. And be like, okay. If I'm dealing with me, how difficult is this gonna be? If I was rational. Mm-hmm. That's why it's hard, man. So I do meditation, dude, to try to slow shit down for me. So I don't go straight off the roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So I can just be like, all right, this is, that's happening. I can see that. Mm-hmm. It's hard work, man. So do what makes you happy, suspects. Whatever makes you happy. Just try to think rationally about what you're getting yourself. Like, way you get a pen and paper, mm-hmm. put your pros and your cons. And then just go from there. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's about how how you what works out best for you. Mm-hmm. Figure it out that way. <clears throat> now you mentioned meditation. I did mention it. Well, a little surprise you left out medication, and I'm wondering, would you suggest that she consult one Matthew Riddle about? The current state of the wellness policy. Very good, Rich. (laughs) Yeah, she would benefit from, you know, doing some of that good stuff. You know? Some herbal remedies. Yeah, it's better than Mm -hmm. painkillers. Depending on what you do, it'll... It helps you with your ego. Like, certain edibles definitely rob you of that. Like, you definitely know that at the end of the day, you're nothing special. You know, and that's good to know. You know, it's all it's good to check yourself at the door. Yeah. Because the planet has, like, 8 billion people or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the number is, but it's in the billions. And you're one. Mm-hmm. You're one. And then it's on this rock... Forget on the rock, but you're on a tiny piece of land mm-hmm. on this rock, and this rock is in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And you know what's beyond it? Infinity. Mm-hmm. Let me say the word again. Infinity. Now ra- wrap your mind <laughs> around the idea of infinity. So maybe it's not a big deal I cut my thumb. I put a fucking band-aid on and I soldier on. There you go. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just drop your ego. It doesn't matter. As long as you know you're the best, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can you can take your chicken shit and you can make chicken salad. Mm-hmm. To quote Brock Lesnar in that season of UFC he was yep. on. I remember. That's it. And maybe the next time you're booked in a match, they give you the opportunity, you show them why they made a mistake. 
yeah, you soldier on. I also find it interesting that you you uh, equated checking one's ego with a type of hand injury that you just wrap up and soldier on. A little shot at Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> a little subliminal shot at Ronnie. <laughs> well, little, you know, here and there, that little weirdo. So, <laughs> some some Lana salt. I love when Becky says, you little weirdo. It's like, oh, it's so good. It, it, it's, it's. I wonder why she calls her a little weirdo. Like, what, what's, what's up with that? Like, and, and do like, she has these, these Beckyisms, you know? I like that she says, slap the head off. Yeah, slap the empty head <laughs> off the, the dope. Slap the empty head off the dope. <laughs> like, you, you called her stupid. <laughs> <laughs> called her stu- you call her an airhead. Call her a little weirdo. And it works, though. It so works. Like, anybody else, like, okay. Uh-huh. Becky Two Belts. Yeah. Like, Kevin Owens can't call Sami Zayn a little weirdo. No, it just doesn't work. <laughs> Edge called Christian creepy little bastard. He can't call him a little weirdo. No. It, it's, it's, no, it, it's Becky and Ronnie. Yeah. What a WrestleMania this year, Rich. I can't <sighs> believe it was such a long time ago, but it was... This Sunday. Feels like it was many, 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 many hours ago. So I feel like we randomly spoke about the matches. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost all the champions came out first. Did you notice that? No. And I didn't specifically so you can have this spot. <laughs> all right. Buddy Murphy came out first. Revival came out first. They uh, lost. Yes. Obviously, Brock came out first. Uh. To Usos came out first. Boston Hug came out first. But at least the Usos won their match. Yes. So there were two two retains this weekend then. Yeah, Samoa Joe. And Usos. Yeah. I was really shocked. I thought Ryder and Hawkins would lose the belts on Raw after. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a little bit of insight. Also, Ronda came out first, even <laughs> though Charlotte was shown... First, because she had uh, that Joan Jet. Yeah. Um, Charlotte arriving in the chopper was not live, by the way. Oh, really? In case you couldn't tell, she'd be exhausted by the time she got to the ring walking like that. They could have put her in a cart after the cameras were done. I don't know, but no. I thought the entrances were lackluster this year, like I- Triple H's Mad Max one, like. The video was PlayStation 2. I swear to God, it was PlayStation 2 graphics. It, it wasn't great. It reminded me of those old wrestling games on PlayStation mm-hmm. with the bad freaking promos that they'd give. Yeah, and who was that driver? Is just some jamoke? Just some makeup? Just like somebody. Zombie makeup? Just a guy. Just a guy. Um, so a buddy of mine lives 10 minutes from MetLife. He said he heard all the pyros. Cool. He heard the choppers initially at the beginning of the show for the... Uh, Whatever they, the flyover, he did not hear Charlotte's. No so one had any really cool costumes, really, except for like the Iconics. Triple H had his thing. The Iconics were great. Yeah, but usually media, that's the time to, you know, have a fancy entrance and cool gear. I'm kind of glad Steph didn't come out with Triple H. Yeah. Well, she's not involved in the, the angle, so she's not going to come out. Yeah, she was involved last time. He keeps doing this Mad Max kind of theme. Uh, no, but no. There was a ter- the one Terminator, but the, the Terminator one. Yeah, but the one with Stephanie was Mad Max also. 
I thought it was something different. Well, for someone that's never seen Mad Max, I, it looks Mad Max-ish. Well, this was more, this was the most Mad Max of all the Mad Maxes. I don't think I can say Mad Max anymore. Mad Max. <laughs> you know, you know when you say a, a random everyday word over and over and over again and it's just like, no, that I sounds wrong. I start to take it apart and I'm like, yeah. am I doing this right? <laughs> Why does this keep happening? I'm glad it's not just me. I feel like. I thought I was a little weirdo. Sometimes I'm like the the part of my brain that thinks this is a simulation, thinks it's glitching out, because <laughs> I'm like this word. Why am I checking this word? Yeah. Uh, what was it? Tuesday. 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 One night only. Tuesday. When I, well, like um, every now and then in my head, like my inner voice, I I have a I an Irish accent. <laughs> Crazy. I don't know why. I don't even know why. I mean, obviously Becky's why, but I don't know why. Um, That's crazy. So we had the cruiserweight title change hands finally. Imagine I, we could flip switches on our accents. Yeah, I wish that'd be so fun. What oh. would you be? Or what accent would you use? Probably British. I'd want something fucking hard, like uh, I don't know, like like a Japanese accent. It's like just jarring. Like, you, you're ready to listen to me talk and you hear, he sounds Japanese. <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, I, I wish I could learn languages. I'd be like talking that. like Naki. <laughs> Basic bookers. Number one, Anata. Nakamura. Nakamura. <laughs> Nakamura. I've great. been wanting to learn Japanese. It just looks really hard. Yeah, like, yeah, to I, me, like you can't really learn a language where you have to draw it to write it. Yeah, I, I think learning to write it and learning to speak it are going to be very different. Right. It's it's two separate processes. Like Cena can speak Mandarin. I don't think he can write Mandarin. But that's also not Japanese. Right, I'm just saying. Okay. But Chinese is based on Japanese, I believe. Or Japanese is based on Chinese. I don't know if that's true. I'd rather not offend anybody. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we don't have these computers here in front of us. Dude, I told you, that's what makes it authentic. We don't look shit up. Yep. So, no trophy presentation for Carmella? Yeah, who cares? No one cares. The only reason we remember that she had it was it was out there when she came out. Yeah. By the way, you know how when the two women's styles were on the line and they had the tables draped in velvet? With the color coded for Raw and SmackDown and everything, they should do that for every championship defense. That'd be kind of cool. Rather than just oh, the ring guy is holding it. It's a prestigious title. It's an it's an award. It's a trophy in and of itself. Treat it like one. Well, it's kind of in the way for spots. Work around it, or yeah, fine. You know what? It gets knocked over. It's a physical event. Okay. Braun destroyed the. Fucking the, I just don't the big like sword to see trophy. The championship on the floor. I hate that. So at that point, someone will pick it up. But at least you're starting off putting it in a prestigious position. Yeah, Spotlight on it, velvet draped. You see all the jewels shining. I wonder what that feels like. Being draped in velvet. No, that's a, I, that's a George Costanza thing. When you, you're a wrestling fan, <coughs> your whole life, and then one day. The boss tells you it's your turn mm. that they decided as a company 
they want you to be the WWE champion. You do the business, and they hand you the belt, and they raise your, your hand, and it's like, that part, I feel like it's never a work. Yeah, I mean... I feel like that part, whenever that happens, that's the real guy, like, coming out. When it's your first ever, mm-hmm. and they decide they're going with you. Mm-hmm. Like, when Kevin Owens got the Universal Championship. Mm-hmm. Like, he could barely contain that this shit was happening. Yeah. Um, when Shawn Michaels got the belt. It's like... The boyhood dream. Dude, that's fucking... Enormous, and I'll never have that. Me and you will never have that. You don't know that. We're both in or close to the best shapes of our adult lives. Yeah, we listen. can start. Do it for my fortieth. I, got, know, I got, know the case. You got of a year. Diamond Dallas Page getting it to wrestling in his late thirties. Yeah. When that happened for Diamond Dallas Page, there wasn't NXT. Where they find like eight hundred people that are better. It's not about. You being better than them or them being better than you. It's you showing them. You showing Triple H, William Regal, whoever else is going to be scouting, that you can do it. Too old and a bad back. It's not going to work. I'm just, I'm, I'm being realistic. I'm not. I hear, listen, I'm just. Uh, I'd rather at minimum, just talk at minimum. About, I'd rather just talk about the shit. At minimum, we can train for one match and we have a match. Honestly, I'm not going to embarrass myself. I feel like have to be in front of I don't have to be. I don't have to do it to have respect for it. I don't have to do it to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I honestly, I feel like I'd be doing a disservice because I wouldn't be 100 percent in. You know? Yeah. Okay. That's on me, man. All right. I'm gonna drop that, but. To paraphrase Kevin Nash, because I don't go to him often. And of course, this is coming from my zero experience that I have. You love the wolf pack. In the business. I do love the wolf pack. Um, Two things are real in this business. Your first championship and the Hall of Fame. Okay. Remember he said that? I think so. I'm pretty sure that was during his Hall of Fame induction speech. Your first championship... And the Hall of Fame are the only things that are real. And I feel like that's what he's talking about. Personally, I don't care for a Hall of Fame in pro wrestling. Because it's like... It's it's fixed. It's just like... It's, it's basically an Oscar. But for wrestling. It's an acting award. Is what it is. And there's no physical place. Yet. That's what I mean, but... They like, keep they keep making these trophies. They gotta be sticking the thing them somewhere. That screws it up is there's no physical Hall of Fame. That's the next step. To, you have to have a physical one. You also got the I I feel like one of the logistical issues with having a physical wrestling Hall of Fame. Logistical sounds a lot like testicle. It does not. Is that you would literally have to grow it every year. Because every year you're getting like, including legacy. Would le- I mean, yeah, legacy guys, you can fucking have. Some people are gonna have to have a wing, right? So like, you're gonna have to 
either add onto it every year or you're going to have to take stuff out to fit the new stuff. Yeah, shit happens. It's their job to figure it out, not mine. I just put the idea forward. I'm just saying there's there's a serious logistical issue with it. Well, there's still a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They're really still rock and roll, though. It covers different things. New York doesn't even have a rock and roll station. Look, man, that that's not here or there. There's still a rock and roll. Rock You're and right. Roll. It's, it's certainly not here. I know that much. <coughs> All right, we're off the rails. You're um, off the rails, I man. Know. I'm talking about wrestling. Small package, eh? Hawkins and Ryder. Are we really going to go through every match we already talked about, too? We didn't talk about those. I did mention Hawkins and Ryder being the revival. Oh, true. Alright. Reference to UFC. Two phenomenal forearms. Lacey's appearance. That was a good match, AJ Styles versus Randy. Yes. Glad we saw it. Um... Should Lacey have slapped Becky instead? She shouldn't have hit her with the woman's right. That's right. Because you... Because... It's a finisher. Right. And Becky clearly wasn't finished. Yeah, she was still standing. She didn't really... Like, she sold the initial thing, but it didn't take her out. Right. So, I mean, it could be argued that, well, the woman's right is a finisher to a match after she's beaten down her opponent a bit already. Maybe, but if you get punched from out of nowhere... Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, so we... Because you're not ready to get punched. Right. You go down. Mm-hmm. You go down. Yeah. If you if, if we're wrestling, and I know I said I never would, but if that was my character, <laughs> and I hit you with my finish, and you didn't know it was coming, because mm-hmm. that's the plan, mm-hmm. you go down. Yeah. You drop everything, you go down. Mm-hmm. So, whoever booked that segment, I feel like, was fail. I don't blame Becky, because I'm sure... I mean, because obviously the brawl was planned. Obviously the punch was planned. It's just whoever decided to write that, oh, she's going to hit you with a finisher, and then you're going to brawl and barely get away. No. No, no, it should be. This is a serious problem should you encounter this. Yeah. Or you don't do the punch. You do a slap, you do something else. This is... Oh, no. That's not a... That's not a regular punch. Right. This is a bad thing for me to look out for, and that could be the story. Mm-hmm. She's got to try to get her into an arm bar before she gets punched. Yeah, I mean, it seem it seems like it would be an easy setup. You gra- you grab the wrist and you set up for the arm bar. Boom. And if Lacey goes over Becky, it'd be poetic justice, kind of like because <coughs> when Ronda first lost, it was against a good striker. Hmm. <laughs> right. More salt. Exactly. But it's like then it's like Becky gets taken out by a striker, hmm. just like Ronda because she was on top of the world, mm-hmm. and then she fought striker. Yup. And didn't see it coming. There's a woman on train look like Holly Holm. Cool. Wasn't her? Like Jose Aldo when he fought McGregor. McGregor was in his head the whole time. Mm-hmm. He charged him, and McGregor clipped him and beat him in six seconds. So he and Aldo was champion for like ever. Yeah, I'm. 
Yeah. But yeah, one punch is my my whole point for that rant. <laughs> Why would you even try to get sympathy from his dad by having him get in the ring? That whole match, I'm like, this is going to lose now, isn't he? Mm. And And then it happens. It's like, what was the point of that? For Shane to, I get the finish. Something I get the finish. <laughs> like it's that that's a perfectly fine finish. I'm, mm-hmm. I can't argue against it. Right. Logistically, I saw it coming, but I guess that means it's what I would have done. And I like that they had Graves explain it. That was good. Yeah. Was it Graves or King? Someone explained it. Yeah. And the smart thing that they did, they rotated announcers mm-hmm. because it would get so boring after a while. How bad? Well, maybe not you, but how bad would I have to piss? Dude, you could never do that job. No. Nope. If they didn't do rotation. I, I, I'd I, have to have... Actually, I, I don't even know if you can do raw. I could probably do raw. You think you could call raw? Yeah. All right. I believe you because you said you can. I have no reason to doubt you. I might piss and shit myself, but I could do raw. Okay. <laughs> you have to do it without doing those things. Uh, Probably, yeah. Once. I wonder if they ever run to the bathroom during commercial breaks. Maybe, because there's sometimes when a match is being called, after a while it's just the one guy talking, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the other one kicks in with something that's like, <coughs> you can't tell. Maybe he's holding the bottle. Maybe, or he just came back from pissing. Mm-hmm. It's like, what were you saying again? Shut up, you don't know. Yeah, hey, right. <laughs> Uh, Cole's got an iron bladder. I'm sure he never, never leaves the booth. I don't know if I mentioned my friend Mark at work. He started working as a, I don't know if it's play by play or call a comms, as an announcer for, um, the Magic promotion in Jersey. Wow, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. He had previously done, um, ring bell work for them. That's now, amazing. I was doing commentary. They don't have TV. Yeah. But the promoter is recording. All the episodes for eventual blow up, maybe. I would love to do that. Be cool. Welcome, folks, tonight. What a beautiful night for a wrestling <coughs> wrestling match right here, yeah. live from Frankie's Bingo Hall. <laughs> uh, he told me that the first match that he called, the first match he was scheduled to call, um, a couple of the wrestlers came out and booted them off commentary. That's awesome. Um and. The promoter didn't tell the the commentators that that was going to happen to get their real reaction. So, it's pretty cool. I would love to be an announcer, mm-hmm. like an interview guy. <coughs> and my gimmick is, like, the whole time I have the microphone, I just have a smile on my face. I'm like, <laughs> so, uh, we just wanted to ask you how you felt about Undertaker coming out there and saying he was going to bury you six feet under. I was <laughs> <laughs> just trying not to laugh. And then they start talking. Well, you know something. I'm like, well, that's great. <laughs> back, back to you, the studio. <laughs> great. Uh, they fired uh one of the announcer girls, Dasha Fuentes. Dasha. Yeah, I haven't heard why yet. That's why I didn't make the news. You know, they usually prune a little bit here and there. It's true. They probably got someone someone they like better. Um, they didn't get Mackenzie Mitchell. I know that. Um, they got, I don't remember the name of the new woman they have doing it. They don't really 
call her by her name. It's weird. I'm not good at names, and I feel really bad. But I'm glad they kept Charlie Caruso. And Kathy Kelly. And Kathy Kelly. I've met Kathy Kelly. I know you did. Definitely like both of their Instagrams. Um, the Elias thing was cool. That was the best. We talked about that was the best uh, use of Cena, I think. Even even before that, Elias playing the drums and then playing the that piano. That was, I was sleeping. <sighs> I told you I was sleeping. Yeah, uh, that's right. It was too long and Roman and Drew killed you, me. You didn't go back to to watch that part? It was really cool. So, so there's a, obviously a video pre-recorded of him. Yeah, it's him doing all these different instruments. I saw that part. But it's like, uh, like in and out of consciousness. I, I, I kind of feel like it was an homage to Foley. The faces of Foley? Yep. All right. So that was really cool. The fact that it, I mean, they had to have put a lot of work into that to get the, the, the two recordings synced up and then to have him live synced up with the two recordings. Cool. That's that's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, Rich. <coughs> and of course, he didn't finish with the fu, which was great, as opposed to the aa. You gotta go all the way. You can't. You can't just go half. Yep. Uh, I don't think there is really anything else we need to talk about as far as mania. I thought it was one of the better WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't discuss the inconsequential championship. Congratulations to Farron for once again retaining she and proving that she is the most dominant inconsequential champion. Yeah. She's something special, all right. <coughs> a once-in-a-lifetime guest-guesser. Indeed. If you will. Do we want to talk about TakeOver? I mean, what's there to say? You know, Great as always. Um, Johnny Wrestling, you know, when I met Johnny Wrestling that one time, we didn't speak, but we were in proximity to each other. Mm-hmm. I felt the specialness in that we were the same height around. <laughs> so, good on him. What a journey. I had I had feelings, and they were had with me and without me. Mm-hmm. That was great. I was beside myself, if you will, with mm-hmm. emotion. That finish is like, he's behind me, isn't he? He's right behind me. That was great. There's a table for three with Adam Cole, mm-hmm. Roderick Strong, and Johnny Wrestling. I think it's Roderick Strong. I'm not sure, but I know it's Johnny Wrestling. Adam Cole, and Johnny Adam Cole. Wrestling, and Undisputed Era member number three. Maybe not. Maybe it couldn't have been him. I don't know. So it's not an undisputed era guy. No, I know it's Adam Cole and Johnny Wrestling, but oh, Ricochet. Ricochet. It was Ricochet. Yeah. How did you mix up Roddy? Because we were talking about Roddy for so long. It, see what happens when you talk about him. And he gets Mr. In, Black Irish himself, Ricochet. That's how. That's probably how he got into the undisputed era. He gets stuck in people's heads with how lame he is. And they're like, look, we just need a guy. Name a guy. Roderick Strong. What? Where did that? Even- <laughs> I don't even know why I just said that. The reign of Pete Dunn. It's over. I had a feeling while well, we were talk we were watching it here. I'm yeah. like, yeah, this guy's gonna beat him. Pete Dunn. I mean the other dude is like a nothing person to me. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, okay, he's just a big dude in black trunks. Okay, yeah. great. Great gimmick. I, I was told he throws stiff chops, and I'm like, well, what 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 else? So that's your gimmick? Yeah. You're stiff chopping your way to the your, to the NXT UK Championship? Yeah, but I did like the ring work. Um, a real ring general. Yes. If you will. Ring general, I think. Yeah, whatever. Nigel was saying. Um... Maybe he needs a little bit of polishing, but, you know. You want to give him a little bit of a polish? No. All right. That's what I'm saying. No one's volunteering. Nope. Uh, I didn't want Bianca Belair to tap. They should have had her pass out. Yeah, like last time. Yeah. Or maybe she... Fuck. I think they'll give it to Io Shirai. I... I don't think they will, but they could. Obviously. I mean, I don't think they'll give it back to Kyrie. I unfortunately have it on good authority that they won't give it to Kyrie. Okay, why? Because I found out something I shouldn't have. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Oh, this she's gonna fucking drop the belt soon. God damn it! All right, no, it's not that. It's the opposite. Kyrie Sane's gonna get a title match, and she's not gonna win. Okay, and she's and it's and it was treated as if she was her curtain call for NXT. Oh, so she might be on the way up. Mm. Okay. I'm thinking the the tag team that Paige is talking about is Sky Pirates. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too when when Paige was uh, talking. It's too obvious to be Absolution. It's like no one cares about that. That's a real disappointment. Yeah. And it's gotta be. In fact, the two are on the verge of feuding. So it's gotta be from NXT, and it's gotta be the only actual. Ladies tag team on NXT. Yeah. Well, no, there's also Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah. Yeah, but it's not packaged. It's just two wrestlers thrown together. Mm. These these two, they're friends, and the gimmick works. Yeah. Sky Pirate. They got a name. Yeah, they have a name. If you have a tag team name, guess what? You're a tag team. Boston Hug. Tag team. Rock and Sock. Okay, we get it. We're not. Going all over the place. The War Raiders. War. 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 So that was uh, Black and Ricochet's curtain call also, it seems. Yeah. I think they should split them up ASAP. Because. I think amicably, because I don't necessarily yeah, think. Not believable. Yeah, Rick- Ricochet, face. And Alistair Black, I don't think. I don't think he'd work as a heel. Right, he hasn't talked enough, mm-hmm. and if he did, it wouldn't be menacing enough for a heel. Yeah, he's got to he's got to talk with his foot in your face. Yeah, exactly. They it, don't do well with strikers, though. Look at poor Shinsuke. <coughs> I know. Do you know how easily I could dodge Black Mass? Just duck slightly. You specifically? No. Very. Okay, I'll take you know, your word for it. Because he kicks at his own friggin' like height. I'm like half that. Oh, so you're saying he'll kick over your head? Oh yeah. Okay. Never mind. Then in that case, you're right. I, I just go like this. Tilt the head. Here, I think he'd be able to adjust for your height. Probably. <laughs> Probably very easily. But it wouldn't necessarily be as impressive. Unless... He's only kicks. He can't punch, really? Well, punches aren't legal. Well, they are, actually, now. Yeah, I was going to say. According to... This uh, one. My boy Dash and Dawson. Um, I don't really see him punch. Interesting. But he's really good at sitting. Randomly. Very good. Very good at sitting. It's annoying. I, I like the the moonsault off the rope though. 
I, I don't like the spot where like he'll do the sit and like two other guys will do the sit as well. They're just trying to. I just don't. Just I don't, trying to ride the coattail. I don't care for it. <laughs> I know. There's just some things that are too silly. <clears throat> yeah, like all right. So when when Tim Ricochet, all right, he does the sit. Ricochet can do his little superhero pose, whatever you call it. Fine, that. but they both did the sit together. Yeah, that. Like no, Ali, that doesn't make you cool. <laughs> exactly. You don't even have a first name anymore. Nothing so go, makes go him away. cool. They took away. First of all, I thought the coolest part about him was his first name. They took away his first name, and he's like a cheap Iron Man guy. It's weird. Oh, he's got the. the he's got good music, I think. You're trying to hear it, right? I am. I don't. I think it's okay music. Never mind. I take it back. Because <laughs> if it was good, you'd be able to tell me what it is. Yeah, I try to think, and I'm like, wait, no, that's Ricochet. I think it's like a rap. No, I don't think there are words. And Mustafa Ali's, I think there is. Or Ali's. There's words. I'll play it for you later. Sure. If you want. Um, I like Ali a lot. He's okay. But we have Seth Rollins, so. Seth Rollins. We do have Seth Rollins. The we Universal also have Lars, Champion. We also have Lars Sullivan, finally. Yeah, I don't care for him. He's a nothing to me. Shit, that's not what I meant. What I meant is he's just a big dude that beats up little people. It's like, I've seen that many times before. It does not interest me at all. I guess it's because I'm not a big person. Mm -hmm. And that bothers me that, like, there's people that are just built bigger than you. Mm -hmm. And if they really wanted to, they can have their way with you. There's, like, nothing you can do. Your your strength is, they're, like, in a different category of human. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like a... A lower category human compared to these giant people. Yeah, I wonder why Vince is having him do a flying headbutt after his actual finisher. I guess it's to show how versatile he is. I I imagine it is a scary concept of a 300 plus pounder just flying off the top rope at you, but... Yeah. It's a diving headbutt. That's true. It is a diving headbutt, but at the same time, it's from a, a freak. The freak. The heat-seeking freak missile or something. Something like that. Um, What was your favorite match? Of Mania? Yeah. Let's do that. Instead of fucking recapping everything. Probably the women. The main um, event? It was a, a little here. sloppy, but I still liked it. No, nah, it was the dance break. No. Oh, you love the dance break? That was pretty good. That's number two for me. That's second place. H and Dave was very memorable. The the pliers and the nose ring. Yeah. I that you had to know that spot was coming. Yeah. Because everyone was talking about the nose ring. Did you see the preview for his movie? That shit looks funny. Looks alright. Um. Actually, I just heard a bird. So did I. Uh, Miz and Shane and um Seth and Brock. What those are the best ones? Yeah, were my favorites. Wow, Joe Joe and Ray was great. That was nice and quick too. Uh, I liked the main event. Uh, I I uh, appreciated the psychology of the Lesnar Seth Rollins match. There really wasn't much to put together. That it was just a simple story. Yep. Also. 
with um, Heyman explaining why they wanted to be first. Was yeah, great. it makes sense, and it's also the truth. <coughs> um, I like the that the Iconics won because like Billy Kay was crying. That was great. Did you see the um, yeah backstage interview? I also put it on the Basement Booker's Facebook page. Oh, maybe that's where I saw it. It's yeah, great, probably. And um, what else? Yeah, I I tried to. I couldn't watch the Drew Roman match. I heard it was good. Ish. <laughs> uh, you know, the Daniel Bryan Kofi thing. I was happy about that too. Mm-hmm. That was good. I'm just really curious. That's that's one feud. I'm like, not even a feud. Like, where's that storyline going? Where are we headed now? Like, I don't know. Well, Daniel Bryan like that. Daniel Bryan has to find a path back to the championship because there's no rematch clauses. I know. Even though we had a rematch from a WrestleMania match on SmackDown for... Like, how could you be so naive as to believe a winners-take-all match was actually going to go through to its completion? You know? Yeah. Like, as soon as that... I'm like, okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. This ain't going to go right. Like, alright, so we're... They're both faces. Where's Tag Team Teddy at? They're both faces. Mm -hmm. Nobody wins. (coughs) If Kofi won, it's like, okay, this is a little ridiculous now. Yeah. If Seth won, it's like, you just gave it to Kofi. Why'd you even bother if you're just going to do him like that? Right. There's no, no one looks good there. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. I like how they try to explain, like, well, the bar, they've been feuding with the New Day and. And the bar's buddies with Drew now, so on SmackDown, let's wrestle over there. Yeah. Well, that, we found out then. We found Big out on SmackDown. Big uh, big news that we haven't even peeled the surface on. Mm. Shake up, the shake, shake up. up's coming up. Yeah, well, we knew we knew it was coming. Um, yeah, but not this early. I hope. I think I, I think I did. I think I knew that. I feel like I knew that. Um, well, apparently we'll say things during the podcast, and then like it'll get to an hour later, and we forget about what was said. It's been <laughs> pointed out to me that there's some issues. <laughs> With us remembering what was said in the podcast. That happens. And being like, I think I, I think someone once told me dot, dot, dot <laughs> that we already picked up earlier on. But uh, okay. Um, I hope they, uh, shake EC3 into being on TV. I, I would love, I, I, I think Becky's going to do both shows. She's got both belts, mm-hmm. but eventually she'll just wind up raw. Yeah. And probably the same for Lacey Evans. Oh, unless they put Lacey Evans on SmackDown, and she gets a SmackDown belt off Becky. Mm, that would be good, too. So then she could carry that show, and then Becky still be the Raw Women's Champ. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Iconics will be on both. What would you put Charlotte? <coughs> you know, it's easy to say put her on Raw with Becky. But you, you, you'd stack Raw. I think right now you separate Charlotte and Becky for a little while. But you know what? That would open up SmackDown for Asuka to come back and rebuild herself. If Carmella's staying there, her also. Um, you know what? Put Bailey and Sasha on SmackDown. They could do singles or tag team. Wherever you put Becky, you put Charlotte on the opposite show. Because they've had enough matches recently where it's like, let's put this 
let's put this behind us for at least a year. All right. So, all right. So Becky Raw, Charlotte, SmackDown. Asuka stays on SmackDown so she can rebuild her credibility, hopefully by getting a couple of wins back against Charlotte. Lacey is the champ. Um, How's this work? If, for instance, you're the tag team champion you're supposed to be on each show. When you lose the championships and it's on a TV, does that mean you stay where that, where you lost the belts? Like if you defend it on Raw, are you now on Raw? You know, they, they have really never ever addressed that and I wish they would. It should be like, regardless of where you lose them, like say you lose them on a pay-per-view, if you lose them to a Raw tag team, then you're Raw. Okay. Makes sense. That you take their spot. Now that they have to be Raw and SmackDown, if like if they're not appearing that week on Raw, because you know, because they're scheduled for SmackDown the next day, they don't want to appear two nights in a row, then you're taking their spot. Mm-hmm. So. Like, I under, I, I, I'm happy that, that Seth has the belt, right? Yeah. But he doesn't have to defend it every week. Right. I think that's fine. I don't think... The belt should be defended every week like that. The it's still supposed to be special, right? He, he can still hold an open challenge every week, but not for the title. He can still wrestle. He can still show up. <coughs> but you have to earn title matches. Yeah. And they're for pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you can have a Monday Night Raw match. Mm-hmm. Just to prove that you're a fighting champion or whatever. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Good week. Good week, I thought. I mean, the post-WrestleMania shows could have been better. Shane and Greg Hamilton got to stop. Yeah, that's got to be over. That was quite a fall, though. I, mean, I know there was a padding or some shit under there. Yeah, but a fall's a fall. Like, fall that's fall. that bothers me so much when you talk to about wrestling with people mm-hmm. and you're yeah. like, oh, that was... It's like, yeah, but it's not real. <laughs> that's not... It's scripted. But stuff still happens to your body when you hit the surface. Like, yeah. Also, also, I'm th- I'm thinking of this. Aren't you being hit with earth? Yeah. Like earth hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking this. Like Shane's like, all right, I got an idea for the spot. Miz is like, all right, he's like, all right. So you know that 15 foot fucking stage we got for the camera? Yeah. I want you to suplex me off it. He's like, Miz is like, you you want me to fall off of? That 15 foot high platform with you is like, yeah, I want you to suplex me off it. You, I, I'd have to fall also. That's kind of a. We're, we're kind of in this together here. <laughs> I, I, I think the Miz knew that going in. No, I know. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, like what, what if you don't want to do the big spot like that? <sighs> because honestly, I feel like you do want to because <laughs> spots like that get immortalized. Mm hmm. It's a WrestleMania moment, and it gets played for years to come. Literally. And any video package involving The Miz or Shane or crazy stunts that happen at WrestleMania, that clip is going to be included. So I'm going to say he was enthusiastic about it. Mm -hmm. That's just my opinion. Like There's moments, and then there's moments that last forever. You're always going to see them. Yeah. The Andre body slam, the barbershop window spot, mm-hmm. all the hell in the cell drop offs, even the lame knockoff ones. Yeah. Freaking hologram out the bottom of the, the ring. As stupid as that was, that will not be forgotten. Mm-hmm. 
being shocked at the Undertaker losing. Freaking that Miz girl from when, you know, the Miz, I think, cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase on Randy Orton. Yeah, she's your favorite. So, it's like, it's all these moments that can be immortalized. So, yeah. I'm sure they had, I'm sure they had ice baths ready. Ice baths, freaking stem cell injections, (laughs) some steroids. How do you learn how to fall off a 20 foot ladder? Some jackass level stunts in wrestling sometimes, man. We keep watching. People keep oh shitting and tweeting about it. I'd rather watch wrestling than monster truck rallies. <laughs> All right? You I say what you want. Have <laughs> never, ever understood the interest in mon- monster truck anything. Me neither. It's a big truck. Ooh. All right, you're gonna. You're gonna make it. You're gonna. You're gonna leap over these cars. I. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So any vehicle on that ramp can do that. I don't care. I think monster truck rallies. Oh, are... I'm gonna run over these. Tra- <laughs> so what? <laughs> it's peak. Not have anything better to do. <laughs> Against the peak. This is. That's it. It's like you know what? Give me a regular sized truck and give me some Tonka cars, and I'll run over those. Think about the things we're willing to put up with at wrestling. Right? And then we look at monster truck rallies like, why? I don't understand you, you know? There's athleticism in wrestling. <laughs> yeah, but big car big, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can't. Or big car big, man. <laughs> Can't do it. Nasty. I, I, I understand there's an overlap. In demographics. NASCAR's dangerous, at least. It is. Like, you could get hurt. They have so many car crashes. It's ridiculous. I used to watch for the car crashes. See? Mm-hmm. What's the difference between you and some dude in ancient Rome <coughs> heading over to the freaking gladiator arena? I don't wear it too He's looking for someone to get murdered. You're just looking for a crash. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, like, I don't want anyone to get hurt. You know, yeah. the crashes make it more entertaining. We had a, uh, for, so this friend of ours, John Hawkey, is a huge NASCAR fan, among other wacky things. He's a big NASCAR fan. And so they had a NASCAR party at the bar a couple weeks ago for uh, the Indy 500. Interesting. And, like, every couple minutes, I go to him, like, hey, John, John, look. Look, holy shit. They're going to turn left. He's going to turn left. Because that's, that's all they do. That's what they do, right? Yeah, that's all they do. That's all they do. Left, all the left turns. But that's a lot of speed involved. Mm-hmm. You know? No thank you. <laughs> they had a they had a pool. I put 10 bucks in the pool to see to, and they randomly picked a name. I don't remember my guy's name, but he didn't win. Son of a bitch. Well, I think WrestleMania was good. Same here. I'm not. I can't believe you're fucking talking about NASCAR. For that I didn't long. think. I didn't even watch the Hall of Fame because I don't care about it. You watched some of it. You said you fell asleep during uh, whoever was before the Hart Foundation. And that's that when I tried to watch it live. <sighs> I was too like this isn't happening. Hmm. The X was kind of fun. Like, of course, all maybe the, the one jokes. day I'll revisit it. Mm-hmm. But 
I just had other things to do, I guess. I guess you did. No, 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 no. Just see if this thing moves. I'm actually staring at you. I know. I don't like doing that because it leaves space. I probably got rid of that space, you guys. It's gone. Doesn't look like there's anything important here. Well, you know what they say. Um, not everything lasts forever. Even cold November rain. Even cold November rain. Um, there's a reason why the ring of power had to be destroyed. Uh, if you hold the ring of power too, too long, it can corrupt you. That's <laughs> why you gotta throw it into the pit. Uh, to the fires of Mount Doom. That's the name of that mountain, Mount Doom? Yes. I love how simple that name is. It's like, this is a bad place, this is what we're gonna call it. Mm. You got a problem with it? Look at all these books we sold. Yeah, right. You shut your face. Stuff like that. Anyway. Yo, I was thinking about how awesome it would be to have hobbit feet. Why would... Because they have, like, hardy feet. So they can walk around barefoot on, like, anything, like rocks and stuff, and it doesn't even bother them. They got tough feet. I would just love to walk barefoot, man. I'm tired of sneakers, man. I would love my feet to be in dirt and grass and feel the earth beneath my feet. But there's a fucking division, dude. I think we're supposed to have that, that connection with the earth, you know? I don't know. I like, uh, I like sneakers. Yeah. I think all the dog shit you may have stepped in in your life has soured you to having bare feet. Or the fact that there's glass in the ground. There's that. There's <laughs> gum. There's yeah. fucking... There's people walking around not looking where they're going. They don't even know you're standing there, let alone fucking... We gotta, bro, we gotta go to the forest. Foot. We gotta go to the forest. We gotta build a log cabin. I wanna go to the forest. We gotta build a log cabin. We're gonna get Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And in that log cabin, we will have a basement booker studio. How does that sound? You and me in a log cabin. How am I getting there? Uh, look, that's a logistics issue. Maybe we'll have like a helipad, so we could just like helicopter in. Hmm. I think anybody can get a helicopter's license. I mean, There's oh, this comedian Bill Burr. He's got a helicopter license. Bill Burr. So we can get a helicopter license. You can get a helicopter license. All right, I can uh, see from your disinterest in having a conversation with me that this podcast is over. We don't even, neither of us even has a driver's license. You don't need a driver's license to get a helicopter license. I feel license. like I should get a driver's license because I live here on land before I get a helicopter license because I don't live up in the air. You don't know where the log cabin is. It might be easier to take the helicopter. I'm not going to disclose the location of the log cabin. Clearly. You know, we don't want people interrupting our recordings. We'll have a fireplace. What about bears? Forget the bears. We'll have a we'll have an accord. We stay away from their lands, and they stay away from our lands. What is that you're doing? What do you mean? What am I doing? Oh, what's that voice? Our lands. Our lands. Okay, but why was what was that voice? The that's accent. that that that's how you that's how you sound when you talk about lands. Okay, mm-hmm. everybody knows that. I have to be 
and a, a revered, esteemed thing. Respect your lands. Okay. Your favorite wrestler is Baron Corbin. <laughs> uh, so Triple H kind of put him over a little bit at the Hall of Fame after his induction. Did he, though? In his way. You know, I don't watch it, right? I know. So what happened was, um, after DX was done with their speech, they all had friggin' um, water guns. The like the nerf. Right, I understand what a water gun is. So as opposed to like the the pistol, like the the, the modern water guns that have. Did fucking, you just like, gallon tanks. jerk off something? You just it, it was jerking like, your hand back and forth. It, it's one of those pump guns, like a super soaker. Yeah, that's the word. Trademark. Just say it's probably that. trademarked. So Listen. what? No one's listening. <clears throat> so they, they're all shooting out the crowd and everything. Triple H goes over to Corbin and shoots him, and Corbin tries to get away, and he's shooting. But like, why Corbin? Because that is the next guy. I think it's because he's a good target. Probably that too. Also to get a cheap pop. But hey, he's got that resume, that uh, Hall of Fame moment. Yeah. You doing that doesn't make it much better. I hate that song. <laughs> a lot. I hate every song. I hate every WrestleMania song. This last one was stupid. Do I hate every WrestleMania song? Well, you hate all the Pitbull ones more than you hate any of the other ones. And the My House. Yeah. Well, that. Yeah, I don't even know who that guy was. Me neither. That might have been Flo Rida. Yeah, that sounds like a Flo Rida song. I get them mixed up. I think they're both from Florida. I think Pitbull and Flo Rida are from Florida. Yeah, Pitbull's a Miami guy. Imagine Flo Rida's not from Florida. That'd be f- fucked up. Yeah. Imagine he. Uh, Imagine if he was from like New Orleans and he would his name would be Lou Easyana. That just wouldn't work as well. No. Well, whatever is not working as well is the rest of this podcast. So. <laughs> uh, listen, what a great time there is to be alive. I'm feeling positive about the future. Um, you know, maybe once in a while you could try and. Uh, take a take a look at yourself from the outside and see what kind of air you're carrying with you and if you're making a, a good contribution or a bad contribution are you a pain in the ass to be around Sorry. or can you figure your shit out whatever rich what are you what are you saying here be your best self whether that means getting yourself in better shape so you can feel better either about yourself or feel better in general or if that means hourly maybe being a little more patient with people being a nicer person be your best self do what, what I you meant was to to uh, where to find uh, the basement bookers Cause that, that, that doesn't sound like anything like what you said I think just so you know uh, where what can I'd you find us? Is... I think you know where you can find us. You can find us on Facebook. What are we? Basin Bookers? Facebook? Yeah, one of us actually contributes to I that contributed page. also. Fuck you. Twitter at Basin Bookers at Basement Jair at Rich the Riz. That's uh, on Twitter. I, I said that. Um, we know how to use it. Yeah, iTunes, Stitcher, leave us a five-star review. Or leave Google us... Play. And Google Play Music. Podcast, you know, leave us a you know, Leave us a review. Say what's up. You can also say what's up to our Gmail, basementbookers at gmail.com. Do you even check it? No, do you? <laughs> yes. 
You created the damn thing. I do check it. We don't get any emails, but I do check it. Okay. We get emails from like YouTube or whatever. You know, there's a basement book YouTube channel with like I did old garbage. Yeah, dude, you probably look nothing like you do now. Not in the least. I'm half the man I used to be. Uh, the match of life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. I do what the man says. Follow the bookers, please. <laughs>